Hello. <laughs> Seriously. Is there any other way to start such a, as we can call it, a dense feeling day energetically for us is just to, hello. <laughs> It reminds me of when you do that, I just see like a clown face and that's, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Um, I okay. could hit the shade button, but I'm going to take that as a compliment right now. And I need the shade button. <laughs> <Okay>. Welcome guys. <laughs> Welcome to Free Your Conscious Consideration. <laughs> Whatever it is today. This is Candice. This is Nicole. And... and- I feel like we have to say that now because we have, we just came off of a live recording, which is always so fun. Thank you for all those who came and uh, participated live. And of course, all of those who are listening. But yeah, I feel like we have to remind Nick, okay, I'm Candace now. You can't mm-hmm. see that I am yes. comfortably in my bed, which I'm pretty happy for right now without absolutely one bra in sight. And I'm just, <laughs> we're just chilling today, but it feels great. We are just chilling. It feels great. I also feel yeah. like our voices are pretty similar. Like, especially when I wake up super early, my voice, I feel like, sounds similar to yours. And, like, sometimes when I'm editing. Are you saying because will... I have a deep voice? You know what, Nicole? That's two jabs. And if I, I need you to send me the shade button now. You told me my face looks like a clown and my voice sounds like Morgan Freeman. And I, I love... take them both as compliments because I love that you're There's taking so many them other... personal. I love that. <laughs> when I saw a clown face, you thought that it was your face I was talking about. It's the only face you're looking at right now. On this that thing. wasn't the face I saw. That was... <laughs> okay, true. No, it's funny because I feel like I can joke about it because I totally 10 years ago would have not slept because of those things. And now I'm like, oh my God, remember when we used to let those things ruin our whole day? <laughs> right. And now it's like, in comparison, what? It doesn't matter. And you know I love you and mean no harm ever. So of course. And I will say that when I've I on my like second or third voice acting uh voiceover project with Alhus University here in Denmark, they specifically were like, You have a great voice because you're not afraid to, you know, accentuate and kind of act out when you're saying things, but also because it's very deep. And so it's nice for us to mic you. And I was like, Thank you. Thank you very much, <laughs> yes. gentlemen. Exactly. But they're like, we say that in the best way. It's easy to mic. And I was like, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'm easy I totally mic. have a super deep Add voice anyway. So I have a deep voice and then I wake up and I yeah. feel my voice like in my chest. Oh, so. exactly. And then after crying all day, like I did today. Oh, if mm-hmm. you can hear me, if you can understand me guys, drink. <laughs> We're not going to do, <laughs> we might not do a drinking game today. We'll see. We'll see if you guys need it, make one, but, um, always or it can be a, a water it could be a drinking water game you know we, we oh yeah the drink is your choice the drink is your choice it could be a coffee drink it could be a kombucha mm-hmm. it could be a seltzer you know it could be a white claw I don't know Good. I don't know there I don't know them I've never tried her I I don't know her I've never <laughs> don't tried know her, her. people love her so yep anyway okay. let's jump Moving into like what that. are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today Oh, I think today our topic is is a good one. We're going to be talking about practice as progression. And we have some really good stuff. I'm excited to hear about all the research that you did and what I oh, I just love your little <laughs> your little, I don't know why I said little, but like your love for 
the difference between words because that's always something it's my favorite. we learn about. So, yeah, I mean, and- like, let's just dive in. What do you have for us? Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. So, I'm going to go back because, of course, I can't make anything short. So, just to give a, a, a roundabout kind of foundation for this, it's like we are practice as progression. That's going to be our theme for today, but like it's beautiful because Nicole and I, with this podcast, we are practicing. We are practicing in this moment and in this moment mm-hmm. and in this moment. And I love that like I do geek out in my background of being the, the eternal student. I'm like, I want to take notes and I want to find research. And like, even if I try to limit myself to like three bits or like three, you know, kind of facets within the topic and I go crazy. And Nicole's like, you know what, girl, I can't wait to jump off those quotes that like in all of this research you brought up because Nicole has it just like in her heart and her soul and her body and can just like riff off and reference these things. So we are finding our flow so that we're not like, I'm not trying to just like riff off of nothing and, you know, uh, suppress my, my slight need for structure in these certain ways. And Nicole's not trying to do all of this research that doesn't feel fulfilling for her. We're doing this podcast and practicing in more intentional ways that we would find ourselves in other situations that we were kind of forced to live outside of our authentic patterns or whatever that be. So I just want to say that, but also I don't want to skip the fact because we talked about this, but I'm going to take a moment to celebrate and to thank the 41 of our subscribers. Cheers! Like I mentioned earlier, today has been, is felt a little dense. I have noticed as our practice from our last episode, talking about the fabulous Dr. Susan David, who graciously featured some of my own words about emotional agility on her feed this week. Um, We talked about emotional agility and emotions and how we can better express them. So definitely check out that episode if you guys didn't. But we're using the new phrase of saying, I notice that I'm feeling. And today I noticed that I was feeling very dense with emotion, just very emotional and not even knowing what it was, but sitting in grace and allowing it to pass and one of the things that happens when I'm in these denser emotions is I get into, of course, the the things that attract is like imposter syndrome and comparison and all of the stuff that does not feel good after doing it a lot, you know? So mm-hmm. all this to say is I was looking when I was, you know, logging into our little software and I was looking, I was like, wait, there's 41 people. Like me and Nicole, this all started from us being like, let's just chat about this stuff because it feels like people need our voices. And it feels like we Mm -hmm. need to get this shit out in some way, even if it's just screaming into the ether at some points. And so the fact I just really want to thank all of you who have subscribed, who have shared, who have shared your positive and constructive feedback with us along the way so that we can all grow to be better together. Those of you who have not just shared, you know, on Instagram, the visible places, but had conversations prompted from what we've talked about in our podcast and gotten other people interested. And I think that is the important thing to talk about when anybody looks at numbers and followers and likes and all this bullshit. It's like, when you think about it at the other end, I just like envisioning the 41 people that are wanting to hear us and, and understand our mission and our purpose and our want to be on the ride, but also that they have networks of friends and family that go from 10 to a hundred people. And so if just mm-hmm. are listening to one of our conversations on how to better give yourself grace and love and sit with your emotions, like if that just passes on through one conversation with one of those 41 people, like now we have 82. 
that was quick math. You're welcome for that. But like, and then I, I don't want to do the other numbers because it would another be tears. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just know for totally. any of you that have one, thank you, but two, don't compare yourself to others. And I know it's easy for me to say, it's just a reminder. Just don't do it. But also like celebrate the <laughs> fuck don't. out of yourself. Anytime you can find an excuse for it. Like, I was celebrating at 10 and at 20 and at 30 and now we're celebrating at 41 and it's not the number itself. It's just the momentum. And it's that we're practicing something and we're seeing a beautiful energetic return from it. Um, and so if you're, if anybody, I feel like a lot of us are starting some things that are new and they feel really scary step-by-step step, celebrate yourself mm -hmm. for getting like one post out or doing, or taking one step and doing that one, you know, long walk that you said you wanted to keep doing every day or, mm -hmm whatever it is, whether it's the first day or the 200th day, like celebrate it because you're doing yes. it. So absolutely, thank you and celebrate yourself. <laughs> yes. I think that that's a huge note to remind yourself of when celebrating. Celebration doesn't have to be once you get to the perfect point because you're never going to get to a perfect point. It's breaking it down and being Epic. like, I did like something changed, like something happened. There was something that because of the effort I put in, there is now a reward for it. And one listener is enough to celebrate, like you were saying, like just as much as 41 yeah. listeners. And it's so cool. Not even, I, lo I love that. But I was just going to say, of course, I'm jumping in, like not even a reward for it. Because that's the thing. I think we look for the reward. We look for, oh, and this is what we're saying, like, I want to like, we're going to do a podcast if we, and me and Nicole came from, like I said, just wanting to chat and like, get this out. Yes. We didn't think about, oh, we can't wait for all, or I didn't at that moment. I was like, oh, I can't wait for all of the followers and all the subscribers and all of this. I was like, no, if anything, that scares me shitless a little bit, <laughs> totally. um, to be honest. But we were thinking about the impact it would make. Mm -hmm. And I think we want to we always want to look ahead of what the impact is rather than the reward. Mm. Again, we're going to get into my sticklerness. <laughs> that's not a word, but I'm going to make it one. This is my sticklerness it is for now. words and why I like picking them apart. But that's the thing is reward feels like something I have to earn. Impact means I, I put something into action and here's the natural impact or result of it. So mm. result and impact rather than you know, success and reward, I think is a fun way I'm going to try to strive and keep kind of aligned in that way. I love that. Yeah. I feel like reward to me doesn't feel as heavy. And like, to me, I feel like even the impact it's making on me as an individual, and we were kind of talking about this before, not even realizing going into this, what it was going to do and just mm -hmm. knowing it felt aligned. And so whatever comes from that, for me, it feels like a reward. And like, I feel like I don't mm. like personally have to try for like a true reward for me is when I don't have to try for it. And then there's like a little gift on my doorstep and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, this is amazing. So, oh, I love this. I and love this. Yeah. Let's, well, well, I just threw oh. my pen across the room. <laughs> Bye pen. Literally yes. <laughs> Bye pen. You haven't been helping me at all. You've been silent. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just going to say, I'm writing it down that I guess reward can go with deserving, but reward for another one of our breakdowns. We have some, we have some fun ideas coming. So stay tuned for that. Okay. 
But yes, yes, that was what I wanted to go back on and just say thank you absolutely for all those striving. We're doing new stuff. It feels weird. We're going to continuously talk about it because it feels off, but we're doing it with you. We're doing it together. Let's yeah. also start and talk about practicing together. This is something that we have been talking about. Kind of, it's been a, a line through a lot of our podcasts, our previous podcasts, but when Nicole asked me like, okay, like what's happening for you this week? Cause that's usually what we end up talking about. And I was like, dude, just, and I said, dude, in my head, I was like, dude, girl, dude, <laughs> bitch. I mean, <laughs> I just combined this stupid as was. Bitch, dude. I mean, really girl? Um, <laughs> I honestly, seriously, no, but it was just practicing. It was, it was the, again, the feeling of we are truly building this fucking ship as we are driving it. And the only way, not the only way, but I feel like the most impactful way for us to start making these changes is to practice and to do them. And so that's where I kind of came up with practice as progression, where it's like that is some days it's just practicing the new habit. It's just practicing the mindfulness. It's just practicing the awareness and actually doing, starting the tiniest step of doing what you say you want to do or what you're going to do or how you want to change. So, so that's what we're going to be diving into today. I, I love it. Cause it's like, you're saying, what are you going through this week? And I feel, I was like, as soon as you said it, I was just like, yep, because totally in a place of having no idea what's coming next. And I found myself being overwhelmed by that. And then I, cause I was realizing how much opportunity I have with this. I was realizing that this is something that's going to continuously happen throughout life is this cycle just keeps happening over and over again. And all we can do is practice and put forth what that means. And I'm super excited to get into this topic. So yay. Yay. So, so like Nicole said, I'm going to, I have a few research bits and I'm already going to say a lot of my breaking down of the words. It's going to go into what I've looked up today. I'm going to go into my now growing obsession and just passion for like etymology and semantics. So etymology, just to preference, is the history of words. So where the, where the words derived from. And it's funny because regression is actually derived from German language. So funny enough. So just a little, just a little bit to know when we, when we get into yes. regression and progression, but semantics mm -hmm. is also where I really geek out as a writer. I'm sure most writers, editors, and all the people in language do. It, it's the meanings of language. It's the meaning that we subscribe to and put to words. But basically semantics is the meaning no, that makes we subscribe sense. to language. But it's interesting, especially in this case, when we talk about progression or like any other word that it has a meaning in general, but then it has a meaning in a science, in a specific industry. And then it has a meaning in a specific workforce, you know, so there's different yeah. semantics basically that you can play with there. So I really wanted to take this as, okay, practice as progression. And I first thought about this as, again, like we're progressing, we're moving forward, we're we're moving towards a goal or towards alignment. So when we look at progression and regression, which really is what you would see is like progression versus or kind of a compare to regression, these are some of the definitions that come up. And I love this because you can think about it in general, in, in self-development, in workplace, whatever. Progression. Now, the act of moving from one thing to another. I could do a whole TED Talk on that because 
how simple, like we say progression and it's like that it's getting better, that Mm -hmm. it's being better, that it's more desirable, that it's the next level, that it's up from where we are. No, progression is the act of moving from one thing to another. Okay, that's one definition. Love this. The act of moving forward or proceeding in a course, motion onward. So again, the act of just moving forward or proceeding in a course. So the next level, motion onward is progression. And I guess I should have started with like, what, how would you guys define progression or like, I'm making progress. I'm like, I'm even like progress report. I think, remember those? Yeah. School's like, oh, progress reports. Like, how are you moving from one thing to another? I don't know if it was Mm -hmm. really that. It was like, no, it it wasn't. it was pretty much trying to be like, how smart are you? Yeah. <laughs> it was never like, like how are you, are you, how, how are, well are you fitting into the guidelines of what we expect from you? That's what a progress exactly. report was. And exactly. that right there. Oh my God. I have so much for this. <laughs> like, I know we're like given all of this, go on. Cause we'll get into it. I want to hear the we other will. definition. At some point in time and dimension, we'll get into it. Another, a sequence obtained by adding or multiplying each term by a constant. So now this is math, obviously. This is like a mathematical term, progression. A sequence obtained by adding or multiplying each term by a constant. By a constant. Again, I could have a whole talk on that, but I want oh, you guys to speak, ooh, and like oh, pause yeah. and like do a back pedal on these because I love just like, these are the words we're using, right? Another mm-hmm. one, development, increase, evolution. Now. Stick with that evolution bit. We're going to get back to it when I get full psychology bashes on your asses. Love and it. I say asses with love, you guys, with all of your beautiful asses. <laughs> hearts, with all your beautiful big hearts and asses. And asses. Um, <laughs> again, now this is where we get into like different industries. Progression, a chord progression. So in music, like chord progression, it, it's progressing up, you know? So those are just some of the definitions that this was just on like askdifference.com that I'll put in. Now let's go to regression. Simple, these are simple ones. Regression, an act of traveling back in time. Yeah. Ooh. An, okay. One of, an act of traveling back in time is regression. Okay. Hold on to that. A sci- now, regression also, a psychotherapeutic method whereby healing is facilitated by inducing the patient to act out behavior typical of an earlier developmental stage. regression an analytical method to measure the association of one or more independent variables with a dependent variable say that again an analytical method to measure the association of one or more independent variables with a dependent variable Mm -hmm. regression okay the appearance of a, this is what my favorite, the appearance of a bug in a piece of software that had previously been fixed. <laughs> I love okay. these. Like, and I hope, and we're, and I hope this is kind of clear why I'm going so slow through these definitions, <laughs> but it's like, if you, 
again, if you think about it in life and you think about it, it's like, what is progression versus regression? And, and when I say these things, it's like, I feel like what we're always trying to strive for, what I say, especially capitalism and white supremacy Mm -hmm. has had us striving for is progress, 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 but it's not the definition that I'm seeing here. Progress, progress, Mm -hmm. it's better, better, harder, faster, better, richer, better, harder. You know, like it's that Mm -hmm. type of progress. And regression is usually seen as you are going all the way backwards. You're, you're losing touch. You're like, it's always seen as bad and negative. Right. Mm -hmm. So now this is why I'm like bugging out on these actual definitions of these words. Cause I'm like, Oh, I have whole other little attachments to these words. So again, regression, the appearance of a bug in a piece of software that had previously been fixed. And I freaked, I was like, this is literally how I've been feeling the past month is like, I fixed this. I already let go of that. I already made my peace with that person, but things keep kind of coming to test it. And I already fixed that freaking piece of software. Why does this bug keep coming up? Regression, right? Mm -hmm. Regression. Also regression. The diminishing of a cellular mass, like a tumor or of an organ size, which is, I don't know, tumor regression might be a little bit positive, right? Aren't we talking about that? And other organ size, maybe not, but this is where it's like regression itself, mm-hmm. again, positive, negative. So that's just where I started with. That was like so good. So before I go into like, do you have anything? To- oh my God. <laughs> It's so sad. Just, I love that because it's, this is something I've always been super interested by is, and always wanting to talk about how linear progression is a scientific term. Linear progression is like, that is what we're constantly fed. It's like, no, linear, it has to go up. It has to constant, it has to be a constant increase and like, it has to be better. It has to be more than before. And that is not in alignment with circular progression, spiral progression. There's a better term for that. But like in my mind, I see a circle because everything in life is a cycle. We live on a circular, cyclical. circular cyclical progression. Like we live on a circle rock that circles mm-hmm. a circle sun. And like we live in a circle. Yeah. And just like the connection to that. So all of those are, it's taking away like cyclical and linear. And it's like, what is progression at its core? And what is, what does it mean to just progress forward? To move and, forward. Yeah. And I love that. So, cause I already, I already broke those ones down. So I'll try to go a little bit through the more psychological terms. Cause those are the ones I'm familiar with. And so I already have that mm-hmm. background and I kind of went back into it. So this is my, this was one of my favorites for progression. This is from Frith Luton, who's a Jungian analyst, my favorite thing. So those are basically people that are focused on the psychoanalysis and the, the concepts of Carl Jung, who's like one of the founding, you know, fathers of psychology, all that geek stuff, all that fun yeah. stuff. But she described progression, the daily advance of the process of psychological adaptation bitch if I didn't like seriously that whole body was just like like it was the daily advance of the process of psychological adaptation so this is so many reasons why I love this the daily first daily Mm -hmm. 
daily. And I can say moment to moment, hour by hour, but she's saying the daily advance, advancing. So like, there is that of like, and I don't even think advancing has to be up leveling or down. It's like, it's not linear. It's like advancing in, in what? In the process. Mm -hmm. And she says psychological, but if you just take it out, the daily advance of the process of adaptation of yes. adapting to the world as Susan David, I'm still calling her out, Dr. Susan David would say, adapting to the world as it is and being able to create change as the world as it is and to adapt right to now. what is happening mm-hmm. right now. Wow, of course, we talk about still seeing the plan and the vision for the future. Yes. Progression, okay? Love this. Now, regression, again, another going back for regression with the psychological stance. Regression was something that, a little history. Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung, like you can go into all of their stuff, but they had a little bit of a difference as far as they sat on like different sides of the regression because Sigmund Freud saw it as more, not as, what's the word? Not the healthiest defense mechanism. Because basically what the, in psychology regression, that's not the treatment we talked about a little bit before. If it's kind of the case, it's known as a defense mechanism the definition leading to temporary or long-term reversion of the ego to an earlier state of development rather mm. than handling unacceptable impulses in a more adaptive way. Simple terms, right? Regression is when, for example, how it could play out is if a person is feeling really stressed or threatened at work and they're overcome with themselves and they leave in a huff and then they go just like jump into the ocean and wrap themselves in a blanket like they used to do when they were 10 years old because that's when they felt really safe. It's essentially mm-hmm. getting from a moment that you don't feel in control and you don't feel safe in your, in your moment that you, like the ego literally as a defense mechanism for that, reverts back to a time that it felt safe. And a lot of those times, it is adolescence or earlier adolescence or childhood. And, and, and you can see this in childhood too, that they'll revert back. Like, for example, you think of kids who are older and then start wetting the bed again. Mm-hmm. It's usually, they say, because of trauma. It's because of trauma and they don't feel safe. And so this is not, I'm not, <laughs> you're not saying everybody, but a lot of these right. cases, it's like something is, they have a stressor in their life and they're trying to kind of get back to where it was less stressful. So those are some symptoms okay. that could be like, oh, they're regressing, you could say. Mm-hmm. So Carl Jung, however, thought it was how, you adapt. He was like, he was basically more on the side. And of course I am not a young, Jungian analyst. So like, please correct me if anybody has more stuff like, Ooh, please come into these DMS and give me some more research, but how it seems and how my kind of perspective is, he was like, you know what the defense mechanism. And as long as you know that you're doing it and are aware that you are doing it, we'll talk about this with noticing your patterns you can, and you can get yourself out of it. It's like, that's kind of what we could talk about. Honestly, an argument for him is like inner child meditation, inner child clearing is we're going back to those old wounds to kind of try to heal them up. And we're going back to those moments, maybe even in our childhood that we didn't feel safe and trying to say is safe right now or whatever it is. So I definitely think that he has something going with it, but also with Sigmund Ford, it was more of it was more of a of default of like, you couldn't handle what was happening here. So I'm going to revert back. And then you're kind of bypassing that growth mm. or that ability to adapt. Yes. 
that ability to progress and advance in the process of adapting to the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So all of the science fun talk, again, another TLDR, TL didn't listen, TLDO. That should, that should be our podcast name is too long. Didn't listen. <laughs> and, it, and it's just our actual two hour conversations and we shorten it to five minutes. So now, Seriously. New idea, new spinoff. But to bring it into everything, progression, I feel like in the simplest term, is practicing how we process and adapt to our environment as it changes and as we change. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know you were saying too, and you might get into this on the psychology side of what adaptation means. And I studied evolution in school. That was like my main focus. Had no idea that I was even studying actual evolution until after I graduated. And I was like, oh, all the classes I took were about evolution. But (laughs) because we have such a... um, broad idea of what evolution and adaptation is and again there's this concept that evolution is us evolving into the best versions of a species Mm. and like we take in survival of the fittest is a term that is tossed around with people (laughs) and they're like oh survival of the fittest means that the best survives and goes on to create more offspring but it's not this optimal best mm-hmm. like su- supreme self that you're trying to no. become it is the best suited for the environment in which it's currently existing in and so that's why even the whole idea of evolution that men evolved from apes and that we became we were like these simple-minded creatures that evolved into these incredible humans that's a white supremacist idea that isn't what evolution is talking about and when we lump that idea into evolution we think that it's we ca- we evolved into this amazing species which then mm-hmm. goes even into the fact that we still think that we're like as those of us who are alive right now today think that we are the best form of humans we're no different than people back in the 1900s and the 1800s. Like we're no better than those people just because our no. lo- the way we're existing is different. And that all goes into- Honestly, some people would say worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. But like um, that, those yeah. terms and bringing in, even bringing it back down to practice and how do you focus on like what it is you are practicing. We're fed like that the best like practice to be the best and practice is not about being the best it is about practice is a process and progress and it's and I think the great thing about practice too is I feel like at least in my in my sphere of influence in my experience it always felt like okay you're getting ready for the big thing usually it's like I'm going to practice so I can get and you know the whole you know practice makes perfect that's a whole other thing but like I'm going to practice so that I'm ready for this thing. I'm going to practice. I'm ready for the speech or practice. So I'm ready for this game. And so in that, I think we already give ourselves more grace to say, I'm just practicing. I'm just practicing. Like I, I can make mistakes now. This is the time to make mistakes now because I'm practicing for the big one. And what I'm Mm -hmm. going to say is y'all at each day is the big one. 
So what you can practice at is by doing it and having the same grace and saying, oh girl, I'm just practicing. Like if you were just like in yes. any talk or if like you, tr- I thought about the other day of just being like, when I trip on the street, like, oh no, no, I'm just practicing walking. Like I'm just practicing. Yes. <laughs> and I just made a mistake. And now I won't trip over that same thing. Like you think about if you took a walk on the same road every day and you trip the first three days, it's like pretty much after that, you'd be like, no, I'm going to look up after that step. You know why? Because you practiced walking on that street. I will even say though, like we're still trying to strive to not trip because we don't think we're supposed to trip. Right. Sometimes the practice is to continue to trip for no, not because we regressed or like, I guess in the term, the actual, right. the actual term of regression is we are regressing because it's something that's happening again. However, it's, we deem or, that as a bad thing. Oh, I'm going to raise you. <laughs> or are we progressing because this time we're tripping and we can laugh at it. And we cannot let it ruin our fucking day. So we are yes. progressing because we are adapting to the environment that we re- need right now, which is supreme love, supreme care, supreme joy, and supreme fucking justice. Like that's yes. what we need right now. So yes. that's the thing is like p- progression looks different for everybody in every way, depending on the lesson and, and depending on the path that you are on and what you are I don't want to even say destined, but like what you are progressing what you towards, want. like what, yeah. what you want, what, what your path very is, moment. what your process is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's, that's where I feel like, no, I'm, cause I've done a lot of the similar things, but again, I've never been the same person doing them. You are changing constantly. So if I think about that, it's like, okay, I'm just practicing now. I'm practicing being this Candace and walking down the street and this Candace walking down the street will trip all over herself and be like, <laughs> I'm a glut today. <laughs> Yes. Last Candace on the street was like, I got to move out of Denmark. Someone, one person <laughs> saw me trip. One person, I saw me I'm trip. Out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. So, I can't do it. I can't do it. It wasn't mm-hmm. worth it. Sorry, Oscar. But it's, it's, so I think that's, again, stretch what you feel. And I love, again, if, if you're thinking about this, like make up your own definition for progression and regression. Make up your own yes. definition for practice. But yeah, I was just, I was going to add that in is that even as we're sitting here and thinking of the great psychologists that we all know so much, or we don't all know so much about, but we have heard before, like Carl Jung and Freud, keep in mind that their perspective were two Mm. very privileged white men. And like, that is something that's huge for me now is being like something that I built so much foundation off of in my intellectual knowledge. I'm now checking and just being like, okay, well, right. How about maybe it's both. Let's put in a black woman's perspective here. Like do either of those apply? Like let's put in different perspectives of differently abled people here. Does, is that even possible for them to progress or regress or whatever it may be, which I just, I like add that other layer of being let aware, come up with what progression means to us and what feels good to us. And, that, and that's the practicing individual level. We get that. Like we get to claim that we get to decide what words that's semantics. We can build our own language as most of mm-hmm. us have our own language. So it's like, give yourself, like, if you need the, the, the sign or the permission, you don't, but I'll tell you, make your own fucking vocabulary, mm-hmm. how you want words to feel to you. And if words don't feel good, take them out. Cause you're right. Like most of mine, and that's the, that's the, I just said this before the call because I'm participating in Girl Trek's second Black History Month. Talk about creating a habit for 21 days. And I was saying, I was like, fortunately and unfortunately, I'm getting so many of these incredible Black people mixed up because I've crammed in more Black history research in the past like two to three months 
than in any of my other years of education in my whole schooling through high school to my bachelor's to my master's. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, a lot of my, a lot of my foundational knowledge was from books that were highlighting white voices, highlighting white voices in the books. The books were like, it's all like, oh, okay. If we think about this, maybe I could do some, or not, I, I could, but like, there's other voices, there's other ways, there's other angles we can always look at. So that's why, again, with all of these fun definitions I provided, you get to pick which ones feel good to you. You can pick yeah. the one that feels like, oh yeah, that's the one that seems like what I already thought it was. So I'm going to pick that one. Mm-hmm. Or you can pick the one that's like, ooh, that's how I'd like for it to feel. I want progress to feel like the daily advance of the process of psychological adaptation. Mm-hmm. Just say that to yourself five times fast. Um, <laughs> so pick it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that goes into, and this is Nicole, where you can definitely lend a little bit more of your science, but one of the biggest, I feel, opponents, when we talk about practice, I felt like, okay, we're practicing. What we're really practicing is being the new version of us, we could say, or the progressing version of us. And not, and not just stopping at reading these books and liking these Instagram posts and sharing these things and actually putting it into our lifestyle and how we are living and how we are communicating and touching the people and the earth itself. So that really goes to patterns and habits and what are we doing all the time that we now are wanting to, you know, unlearn or kind of divest in, <laughs> like in other ways. And so one of the big proponents I feel like of that as far as like mindset is Dr. Joey D, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I don't know if you want to do like an overview. Absolutely. Yeah. So Dr. Joe Dispenza is a, a well-known neurologist, neuroscientist who studies the brain and the impact that our thoughts have on creating the reality in which we exist. So he has a bunch of books Mm. out. Two of my favorites are How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself and Mm. Becoming Supernatural. Oh yeah. And so he just, he really goes into talking about like rewiring your brain for success. And what the way he even defines success is very much like on your own individual, like what it is you want and how repetition really helps with that and I think like the quotes that you have for this are perfect for that like to explain how we talk about this yeah because I literally was like there's so much material I know we both read how to break how to break the habit of being yourself which so good we'll we'll put the source down there but I love this one because I was like I was like literally searching like Joe Dispenza practice and like progress and like seeing what kind of came up but I love this one because it goes a little bit deeper into another one but he says if you practice wholeness you practice wholeness as a state of being enough times, it becomes your state of being. And that's when the magic really starts to happen. And he goes deeper into, because when you are already whole, you're not in this lack state. So you're not saying that money is going to make me happier. I need this house. I need this partner. And I'm waiting and I'm putting all my energy out, out, out into the world rather than going in and saying, I'm whole. I'm good. I'm actually feeling great. That's when the universe is like, sweetie, here you go. And, oh, we can definitely talk about, we'll have a whole other episode on law of attraction, our thoughts and beliefs and 
conspiracies about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just do that. It's fun. Um, <laughs> but he goes on to, and he really just talks about, of course, in the book, but talks about like how to break the habit of being yourself and how to break down these patterns in um, a more internal, personalized, of course, but neurobiological way of using your thoughts and your energy and your focus to realign um, and break habits and make new habits in your mind, make new neural pathways. Um, mm-hmm. And then also leading to law of attraction, all that beautiful stuff. But he talks about just how, how quickly this can change and how it can change. So he says, because the body is so objective, when you can trade survival related emotions like fear, anger, pain, and sadness, and instead manufacture and embody elevated emotions like love, joy, and gratitude. The feelings of love and wholeness cause the body to believe it's out of danger. When this happens, despite the conditions or threats in your external environment, I repeat, when this happens, despite the conditions or threats in your external environment, the body believes it's safe enough to use its energy for growth and repair. So by your intentional self-regulation of elevated emotions in your inner environment, the body believes there's no real life threat in the outer environment. That's just a piece of like this whole post they put. But like, I think that, again, it's a a longer, bigger topic that we can dive into right Mm -hmm. now. But it's just saying you have the ability to self-regulate your emotions. Now, it doesn't say it's always easy doesn't say it's not going to take some freaking practice. Absolutely. But it is true that you have much more, if not, I will say all of the control over your internal environment and practically none over your external environment. Yet we always want to mess with the external. And right now, yes, you're right. We're trying to fuck with the external right now. We are trying to mess with them and fix things and put things and get justice and put, we're, we're trying to do that. Sure. But again, this is a marathon. So what we can actually impact so quickly and so deeply is our own internal environment. And I will say like, again, fight or flight and all of these responses, like the neurological responses of fear, anger, pain, and sadness, that's happening in your body. As much as there's a stimuli outside of us that we're saying, well, that's why I'm sad. That's why I'm afraid. That's all happening in your body, Neo. Yes. It's the matrix. That's movie reference. Take a drink of your water. But Seriously. I think that's the thing to hold on to because the flip side, and this is the honest, this is what I've been going through this week. The flip side is when actually your personal external environment is actually pretty calm as shit. I'm like, I'm sitting here. I have the whole day off. I can literally do what I want to do to make me happy and find joy. And what am I feeling? Fear anger, pain, sadness inside my body because Mm -hmm. I'm too externally focused and not under, like that's, I feel like that's the worst part, honestly, is when you realize, I'm sure anxious people in general, like, or people who have bouts of anxiety or depression with when things around you feel okay and inside you're in turmoil, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So I think that's just something important to, again, look at when we're talking about practice and making patterns. Yes, it's actions, but again, it starts with being aware of the emotions, again, 
listen to our last one, the emotions that you're feeling, what they are telling you and how you can gracefully, it says manufacture and embody elevated emotions. Manufacture if you need yes. to be like, ah, 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 <laughs> laugh. Be like, oh my God, I'm so happy right now. I just tripped on the street and this is not so embarrassing because I'm just laughing through it. And this is joy. Like I do that so much. I can't tell you where I'm like, no, 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 it's great. It's absolutely great that this whole thing just fell apart. It's perfect. It's working for me. I don't know how, but you know what? It's going to work for me. And I'm so grateful. Like I will say it like that manufacture and then embody and be like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm into it. I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm cool. I'm fine. I'm calm. I'm grateful. And like get and yourself into that as soon as you can. <laughs> I think another thing too, cause I know for some people, I, I would consider that kind of being like fake it till you make it, which if right. you're, which, if yeah. you're utilizing it in a conscious way and you know that you're not ignoring how you actually feel, but you're just trying right. to get yourself to feel the way you like to feel that feels better. But if, Faking it until you're making it doesn't feel good to you either. Another way is to manufacture it. So if you need to laugh, watch something that literally right. makes you laugh. You know it makes you Full laugh. Like that is a laugh. way to yeah. manufacture those emotions. Yeah. And then why do you think Friends is like was the number freaking one on Netflix for the whole of fucking quarantine? Is because people are like, I just need to feel okay again. And laugh mm -hmm. and Joey and Ross and jo like I just need to laugh. I do you think even to just like break to bring the science into it too for anyone who listened to that Joe Dispenza thing and was just like, huh? Um, <laughs> basically, what manufacture means to our bodies on a biological level is that our thoughts, which are neurotransmitters, which are just cells, are constantly taking in external information, and we can manufacture. By external, it just means anything that is not within that cell, like anything that is being given to that cell to reproduce or do its job. And so when we can manufacture an external environment to respond in the way that we now want to practice, our body eventually gets better at creating those responses without us even having to trigger it so deeply mm -hmm. and that's what our bodies are doing right now yeah. and I love it. taking those those old patterns of like that the low vibing emotions of like mm -hmm. fear and anxiety and those things are just happening a lot right now because we've trained our bodies of the fear response to those things right and I I thought of a perfect example of how you can look at regression in both ways like Carl Jung would be proud not that I need to make him proud but like he'd already be proud. Look at me. No, but, <laughs> no, but for example, regression, defense mechanism. When you feel stressed, you feel like you can't handle, you can't like adapt. You go back to a time you felt safe. What I did after feeling a little bit off, what I usually do, I'll get some freaking frosty cereal, frosted flakes. They're called frosties here for no reason. And I'll watch like old, I love the 80s, I love the 90s from VH1 because that was a time that I was living like in my childhood home with my sister, watching things about pop culture, eating way too sugary <laughs> cereal, whatever. But it's what I'm manufacturing in that, except for sugar addiction. What <laughs> I'm manufacturing in that is just peace and joy and family time. Honestly, I could get choked up, but like I've 
I don't realize, and I think a lot of us don't realize how often like self-care sometimes is manufacturing and embodying elevated emotions. Mm. If you have a hard day, it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to manufacture some freaking ease right now. How can I do it? I'm going to get in the bath. Ooh, I'm going to light some candles. Ooh, I'm going to put on a nice playlist. Ooh, like how can I manufacture that? You know? So I, mm-hmm. I think that could be like a, a fun mission for us this week is like, manufacture joy, manufacture ease, practice mm. doing that, practice giving your body what you want to be the the state of being. What's popping up in my head right now, which I think what you're about to say will still just like go off of this is even in these moments of needing to manufacture joy, tap in if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling dense emotions and what you've desired your whole life is to be held and like given permission to feel those your whole life, which giving yourself that permission and being held and like manufacturing the motion of like parenting yourself through this, which we've touched mm. on in past episodes will lead to you feeling joy. So like, remember that I think finding joy mm-hmm. has even its own blinded concept of what right. it means to feel joy. So remember to have fun and get experimental with how can I receive joy? And just that popped into my head is parenting yourself can lead to joy. Like feeling that being held by yourself and giving yourself permission to sit in your bed and cry and like manufacture that instead of pushing yourself out of it too. And just that's my reminder of wherever, wherever you're at, meet yourself there. So Mm. I love that. I love that too. Cause it's like, you don't know where you'll end up because there's so many times, like I know when I started parenting myself, honestly, the emotion I felt was freedom. Mm. When I would show myself care and grace and just hold myself and say, it's okay that you're angry. It's okay that this didn't go as planned, but like, I still love you and whatever. I was just like, whoa, well, I feel free as shit now. Like I can wait, you're telling me I can feel this way and I'm not going to get in trouble by anybody. You're telling me I can make this decision by myself and it's okay if it's not, it wasn't the best one in that scenario that I can go back and I, and I can in some ways strategically regress. Oh, well, fuck, I feel free. You know, like, so again, you'll get more vocabulary. Like we, again, posted on the last time, get more emotions, vocabulary and talk about how you can express how you're feeling, but you'll find those. It's just like the natural case. You'll go through those beautiful range of emotions when you just start by trying to manufacture ease or manufacture calm or comfort or whatever. But yeah, I was just going to say again, if you practice wholeness as a state of being enough times or interject wholeness or inter- interject, uh, switch out wholeness for whatever you want. If you practice ease as a state of being enough times, it becomes your state of being. If you practice love as a state of being, if you practice, if you practice, I'm trying to think like forgiveness if you practice joy as a state of being joy. enough times, mm-hmm. it becomes whatever your joy definition is, you know? Yes. So practice, practice makes wholeness. <laughs> that should be another one. Um, that's a good one. Practice makes wholeness. I like that. Practice makes adaptation. Wholeness. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly though, like wholeness to me, if you even break down that word, wholeness is a circle again. And mm-hmm. A circle is what is happening right now. It is the existence that we're having. So when we are adapting, we are whole because we are meeting ourselves where we're at and we're meeting the reality that's happening where we're at. 
And so it's like wholeness and totality. That was something that I realized just, I'm like, we can also cut this out. I just feel like I have to say this of like, for me, I was realizing that I don't make decisions until I feel total and whole. And at Mm. first I didn't really know what that meant, but I was like, no, I know when to make a decision. Like I'll be talking about it for months and everyone will do something or like, I feel like you don't want to do it because you haven't done it yet. And I'm just kind of sitting with myself and I'm like, no, I just don't feel whole yet. I don't feel that wholeness and that totality of when I'm supposed to make, take the action. And what I just realized is that it's, I realize when it aligns with the reality, like I'm aligning with the reality that I'm experiencing and it is whole and total and yeah. And I progress. I'm just writing down a bunch of words for our little project. (laughs) Okay. So to summarize before we, and we're always trying to end on tips, tricks, actual practices, actual things again, to go off after this podcast and put into action or practice or reflect on or all that stuff. But before that, just to summarize, we went everywhere as as usual, as always here, there, and everywhere. Um, everywhere. but really the, the theme and what we wanted to express by our own experiences this week and just being in this beautiful yet frustrating at times world we're all just practicing. This is 2020 is a practice. This is a drill. It's like, okay, it, it, it's very real, but it's also a drill. And this is the time that's like, we need to start practicing, or I encourage us all to start practicing one, what we preach and hopefully preaching what we believe and hopefully believing what comes from our fucking hearts and not what comes from someone else's mouth that knows nothing about us or our experience or what we need to be or the world we're trying to build. So that was a rant that needed to come out, but beautifully we start, we need to start practicing and doing it and putting these actions in. And so I think a lot of what we talk about is having those conversations that now we have so much information about how to have signing those fricking petitions that we keep having passing links to sharing that resource with the other person, bringing something up in your team about diversity and inclusion sitting down with your kids and explaining racism and how to be anti-racist, whatever, or, or sticking up for yourself as a teacher right now and saying, I am not going in to, I am not putting my health and my livelihood on the line for systems that do not care about my health and livelihood or their kids or the kids that are trying to be in this class, whatever I'm going off, but whatever it is donating money for Beirut. Like do, do it. This is how we practice is start doing it and maybe put that post up. And you know what? Maybe you're going to get some people that don't like it, but you know what? Then you get to practice, not giving a fuck what they say. Mm -hmm. Or you get to practice learning how to take constructive feedback and using it for your next post. It's practice Mm -hmm. y'all. And if you need to laugh, just think of every time you get up and you start walking be like, I'm practicing walking today. I'm practicing it. I'm practicing sipping this water. I've done it a lot of times, but I could get better. Maybe I can, I don't know. I'm practicing. Have Mm -hmm. that fun spirit with it. And then I will definitely share this article by Chopra.com, but it's basically an article talking a little bit more about deconditioning and how to create pattern interrupts and learning from new behaviors. But Tris, who wrote this, talks about four steps. And I would say the first 
four steps, but I'm going to add five and say the first one is pattern awareness. So when we're in these patterns that we are now trying to rewrite and practice doing new ones, we're deconditioning now, we're practicing new patterns. Being aware of your patterns is number one. How do you become aware? You start to be more mindful. You start to take a beat and ask yourself and get really annoying. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Or if you're realizing a pattern that you know, you're like, okay, I want to go for a run in the morning. I want to feel good. I want to move my body every day. And I noticed that I liked getting up before noon. And when I get up afternoon, it doesn't make me feel good or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Awareness. Okay. I'm aware. Again. Yeah. It's again, using that, like notice, I am noticing that I am like, it brings, it comes back to that. I am. Even if you're noticing your emotions, like that is still pattern that will bring you to your patterns. It's like, exactly. I'm noticing this, actually, this way. Why am I feeling this way? Or what, what is creating this emotion response within me? I love and, it. I actually want to go through this and see if you can think of an example too, of like some patterns that we're trying to rewrite. So I'll go through yes. it. One. So first the awareness I'm thinking of is not having my phone be the first thing I pick up. Now I've gone back and forth with this pattern, but lately, because I'm like, Ooh, like I always wake up again with the time zone. I wake up to messages from friends and sometimes it's really good, but sometimes my emails come up first and then I'm in Instagram and all this stuff. So that's my pattern, right? I want to, I want to start either doing meditation or praying or just literally like getting up and going to the restroom first before I even look at my phone. Okay. So step one, she says, what's the pattern awareness. So now, you know, the pattern you're like, okay, the pattern is I look at my, for me, I look at my phone, I get caught up in Instagram and sometimes I get so frustrated or I get emotional or whatever. That's the pattern. And it says, where does it derail you? So it's saying like, here's the pinpoint. Here's the time that you're going to pinpoint the precise moment when you do the pattern and where it gets thrown off. So again, mine would be, I wake up, I'm like, oh, immediately. It's like, I want to know what time it is. So I look at my phone. We don't have a clock or something else. Right. So I'm like, that's the moment. Pretty much for mm-hmm. me, that's like I could get up and I'm like, I look at my phone because I want to know what time it is for whatever reason, right? Step three, what can you do that you haven't done before to interrupt your old pattern? Again, what you haven't done before. So for mm-hmm. me, I'm trying to think, okay, what I what haven't I done before? Because like what I've done before is I've slept without my phone in the room before, but I can almost bring that back. Or one thing I want to do is like maybe put my put my phone in the kitchen right by my water that I want to get in the morning or something. I don't know. I'll brainstorm mm. you guys. I'll let you know. But basically they're saying if you want to get up, it's maybe you change your alarm to an upbeat song instead, or you have like a mantra you want to start and you want to have, maybe I think of a mantra. That's the first thing I say before I wake up, which is wonderful Wednesday, wonderful surprises. I don't know. Mm. I, I totally took that from Jamie. And then it's like a trigger to be like, okay, wonderful Wednesday, wonderful surprises. I am intentional and that will be like oh I'm not grabbing my phone I remember okay do whatever Mm -hmm. you need to do step four our favorite Mm -hmm. practice it practice it like I said Stephen Covey famous for seven seven habits highly efficient people highly effective people Ooh, effective and efficient Mm -hmm. people 21 days to form a new habit 21 days some people will say 40 but 21 days to form a new habit. So mm-hmm. if you start when this is actually airing, at the end, rest of August, 21 days, try it, practice it. Each day you are practicing it. 
even if it doesn't go in whatever you have in your mind, the perfect scenario of how you're going to feel after whatever, even if I instinctually reach for my phone, I'm like, oh, fuck. okay, wait, I am practicing. I'm going to say, oh, Candace, you're practicing it because you know what? You've mm-hmm. built up this habit for how long? And it's going to take you at least 21 days to break it. So you know what? You're practicing, girl. You're practicing, giving you grace. You're practicing. And I think that that's right there. The biggest lesson of what a practice is because like we use the term practice when it comes to a yoga practice and meditation practice even like a a daily journaling practice and to me what yoga meditation and journaling has always been is something that I would like to do daily and when I do it daily and I approach it in a unattached way of what no attachment to any outcome of what it's Mm going to give me consistently practicing those things give give me a space to realize my patterns if I am like Mm -hmm. okay for yoga I'm getting on my mat today and I'm just going to practice whatever I'm feeling and like so yoga has always been a place where I'm like and yoga teachers say yoga teachers say this all the time of like how you practice on your mat is how you live your mm-hmm. life. And for so long, I was like, what does that even fucking mean? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm like, no, I'm definitely stretching my legs on the mat. And I am at a coffee shop being pissed off by the person who's sitting next to me playing. And I'm like, I'm at a coffee shop pissed off at the person still stretching my legs. So you're right. You're right, yoga. <laughs> no, but like, exactly. It's like, what it is truly meaning is being the frustration you feel in stretching your legs is a practice of mm-hmm. frustration and going through that emotion and how you handle those external and how you factors. breathe through it. It's, yeah, it's literally how do you react to, because if you are doing yoga correctly, you're feeling emotions, you're feeling frustration, you're mm-hmm. feeling anger, you're feeling bliss, you're feeling joy, you're feeling release. And when you allow yourself to feel those things on the mat and notice your patterns and how they come up and how you want to give up or get mad at somebody or whatever maybe and then you do get to take it into life at the coffee shop where you're like okay I'm frustrated yet again (laughs) just like I wanted to rip my yoga teacher's head off because I was mad that he was putting me through those positions but I didn't Mm because I love him let me apply that here too and it does just that practice of daily anything it can be anything it doesn't have to be yoga it doesn't have to be meditation like you said waking up and saying a mantra every single day whether it's like good morning Nicole that practice alone is going to bring up in you some days you're not going to want to do it for whatever reason you're going to notice a pattern that comes up like some days you're Mm going to be like good morning it feels so good to say good morning to myself and I feel like that is what that practice is it's like there's not a better way to do anything it's just giving yourself the space to notice what comes up in your life. It's getting curious with life. It's like getting waking up and getting curious with life. Yeah. And getting curious with how you live life and how you want to live life. I think that's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing is how we want to live life. And a lot of us right now are feeling like, okay, bitch, I know I want to not be living it like this. Like I want to have more support than this. or I want to have like whatever. And that's, I get, we are with you. We, we giving you all the hug, all the grace, all the love. Mm -hmm. Like we understand, but again, how can you manufacture and how can you start building your own little experiment of how you want to 
be in this new world that we are building together one brick at a time. Mm -hmm. And trust me, patience is not my strong suit. It's becoming it. We're all practicing together and practicing patience every day. But I practice patience by knowing, you know what? I'm sure whatever I want to change out there, I can help change it a bit of it in myself. Yes. And it will allow me to better create impact in that external environment because I know it in me. Yes. Mm, I know how I like, I know what, how white supremacy lives in me. I know how frustration lives in me. I know how fear lives in me. So that's where, as I feel like that's always been me as an empath and someone who's interested in psychology and sociology and other people, it's like, that's how I relate to people because I've gotten obsessed with noticing my own patterns and how I see and take on and act within the world. And that allows me to closely get, you know, be able to communicate with people and be able to relate to people because I'm like, oh, I know fear in me. So I have a little bit of understanding of fear in the White House right now and a little bit of fear mm-hmm. on the people on the other side of the White House right now. I, I yes. have a feeling of that. And so when I know how to give myself love and elevate my emotions, you know what? We're going to know how to give our countries, our people, our communities love and shake some shit up. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like giving ourselves, practicing doing both. And I think that that's what this all came from, this episode and this topic is you and I talking about how we are learning how to bring ourselves back like our true selves back into the reality we're currently facing how can we adapt to the life that is happening right now that like is this is a whole new experience that we're walking into and it's like practicing bringing that forward again practicing bringing who we truly are and who we want to be right now into this new experience of external reality yes all of that so to end with all of this two two tips have patience and have loving awareness yes absolutely have patience with yourself have loving awareness of yourself and because we're incredible all of us are individually and collectively incredible and I think it's really awesome and I think that's a part of like the self-love journey I've taken is that like I'm excited to continuously learn more about myself and I'm honored to and I'm like I'm like, yeah I want to know everything about myself so that I can be that and know how to adapt to I know who I am I know the external environment or I can try to and adapt to that so I think if everybody felt that excitement and that love around finding out more about yourself even though it can be super difficult and painful and there's trauma there's healing that might come from it Oh, but on the other side of knowing it and not shutting away, it's freeing. Absolutely. It's bliss. <laughs> it's, it's bliss. It's close to joy, one could say. So yeah, that's, that's, that's our thesis on practice as progression and regression, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we really hope you all oh, received some inspiration, some practice some some love some reassurance from this chat and if you guys have anything to add please let us know you can message us in all of the things below in the episode Absolutely. notes yeah do you have anything else to add nicole i think the last thing is 
if you're feeling like you are wanting to put all of this knowledge into practice right away and you're feeling overwhelmed too of like where do I start or maybe you're not not even feeling overwhelmed but you're feeling you might notice that you have the feelings of overwhelm yes or even noticing you are eager to start Mm -hmm. something maybe even try starting with an emotion like starting with I would like to wake up and feel ease and like don't even try and figure out what that means yet but just put that in and start from right there and just notice if anything comes up for you there like that's as that's as simple as it can be I'm excited to see what this comes for me I'm like yes I love practices from progress (laughs) I know because I I feel like seriously it's uh it's so funny how when we end up recording it's both again as far as like time is a freaking flat circle at this point it's like I'm giving myself advice from the future in the past like I'm literally like oh I'm (laughs) teaching because I just went through this but then like two days later when it actually like the podcast will actually come up I'm like bitch that's literally what I needed to hear today and me and Nicole talked about this two days ago like what is happening but it's always perfect. It's always perfect. But this is amazing. So me and Nicole thought about something you might have noticed on this episode. This might be the first time if you're listening for the first time, you might not notice a difference. But this episode had a beautiful opening. (laughs) That was a a fun little opening. We wanted to just put something first. So it wasn't just an abrupt like, hey, it's us. Um, So we had a little jingle and we're just trying it out. And we're going to probably get in the process of getting one actually done that's you know all the trying to make it perfect and it's never gonna be perfect but you know (laughs) in the process of doing that but I thought I was like you know what would be way more fun is if I like just want to showcase other people's art and I feel like people might have a little bit more extra time on their hands and if you are feeling called to we wanted to like kind of open the floodgates to if you wanted to make a jingle for our podcast like send it over please (laughs) like do 15 seconds, if, if that's something that interests you, if that's a fun little project, if that's something that would put a smile on your face or, or a beautiful distraction or help you manufacture some elevated emotions and you want to like play out making like a 15 minute intro, I Second. guess an outro, you <laughs> just an intro, it's fine. Um, an intro for the podcast. We're going to like most of them, I, I don't want to say any, but like most of the ones that we get, we're just going to start adding those to the, the the next podcast and there's they might be different for a little bit and so we'll just showcase what people come up with and I will say if they are hilarious sweet like funny yes sweet <laughs> calming put your peaceful, own flair whatever yes, you feel when listening it is. yeah listen to an episode if you feel inspired we're just basically going to do an open call so you can send it to our emails or dm either of us you can send it over and just be like, here's a jingle for, for your con- conscious consideration. And we will gladly accept. And also, I just thought it'd be fun to like showcase people's jingle so art. Because like I said it before, me and my best friend today, we were like, if everything goes sour, we're going and we're making jingles. Like specifically for like commercials, like kids commercials we're, we're really good at. But so yeah, I'm totally <laughs> living vicariously through these people that are super creative with that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's amplify some voices. Let's amplify some jingles. If you guys feel inspired, it feels like a fun project, send them our way. And we'll just, we're just going to add them all. Like, we'll just keep switching and add them to our episode opening. Yes. Fun. I want to see what people come up with. I know. I think it's such a good idea. Yeah. Just like 10 to 15 second little intro that we can put at the beginning. I think it's just through my sad nature. I'm like, I don't want just one. I want a different one. No, I want them all. Because 
I want them all. But yeah. So that's just a shout out. Okay. Yes. Ooh, thank you all, everybody in every time and space and dimension again for, again, supporting us, lending your energy, lending your ears to this conversation. If you have anything you would want to add or anything that got kind of brought up from this conversation that you'd like to share, please do share in whatever way feels best to your heart, whatever way you want to practice sharing. And we're super excited. Next week, we'll be back with a live uh, podcast recording. We have no idea what we're going to talk about. It's probably going to be whatever we're going through. But if you have ideas, <laughs> let us know. Um, and mm-hmm. we'll have all the links up and all that good stuff so you can find it there. Yeah, I think that's it. Yes. Thank you so much. This is wonderful. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Practice, practice, practice. Love ya. Practice. Bye.